Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Sex Wrap. Season three. Oh, my gosh, we've been gone for a month. I've missed you so much, but you know who I've missed more? Spring Cooper. How are you? Oh, you missed me. I I didn't think you were going to say me. That's so sweet. I've missed you so much, too, even though I talk to you all the time. But I miss recording with you because this is like my passion. I love it. It's really awesome. Uh, I mean, we should take pictures of our actual setup. Like we see each other's faces. We have microphones. uh, But I think that the best part is the interactions that we get with all of you. So welcome back to season three, which is going to be a lot like season two, even though this is almost our fifth year. We're not very good at season changes. Maybe it's because I live in Miami and there's only one season. Hot, moist. (laughs) It is hot and moist. I know people don't like the word moist, so I say it as much as possible. I love that word. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it's really cool that we've been doing this for so long. And yeah, um, we just, you know, give it a new season whenever we take a break, which means we've only taken two breaks ever. Uh, so yeah, here we are with season three. Happy to be back. And I think, you know, we just want to like talk about some of the stuff that's been going on today, right? I, I mean, when we left, like we were recording and we had four episodes in a row about how to handle love and relationships and sex during coronavirus. And then we had another set, a whole month of talking about Black Lives Matter. Um, and right now, even though we took about two months off, the exact same things are going on right now, like <laughs> coronavirus, Black Lives Matter. Um, and I think that we're just going to do a little update and chat. We're not going to answer any listener questions today. Um, but just so all of you know, if this is your first time listening, our general format is uh, every week we get a whole bunch of questions and Spring and I try to answer a variety of them Um So we give you the best possible evidence every uh, week about whatever sex question you have. And by sex question, we talk about sex. We talk about love. We talk about relationships. We talk about breakups. We talk about health. We talk about dating. We talk about body image. We talk about all of these things. Um, So in previous, like if you want to see what we talk about, just look at some of these previous uh, episodes. I mean, all over the board. We talk about anal sex. How to Anal is one of our episodes. We had a special (laughs) international guest star come in for that one. Yes, Cindy. Uh, But keep those questions coming. Uh, We really love chatting with all of you. Uh, We also have really active social media presence. If you're not familiar, uh, we're on Instagram mostly. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, but on Instagram, we have tons of posts where we're really interactive uh, as well. Yeah. And so the reason that we kind of want to just do this update today about, you know, what's going on is because we've still been getting a lot of questions about, um, coronavirus and dating and we've still been getting questions about um, stuff that's happening with Black Lives Matter and so you know we just wanted to actually take the time to reflect on that past uh, group of episodes you know that we had just put out and then kind of talk about where we are now with both of these issues and what's happening in the world. Absolutely. Um, So let's talk about uh, coronavirus a little bit first. I mean, I'm going to actually say a question that someone asked yesterday. We're not answering it. Um, But there's a (laughs) lot of people who've been in isolation who haven't had any touch. Um, And human touch is really important for almost all people. Uh, That, you know, just closeness and hugs and caresses and then sex as well. Uh, So uh, the question that was submitted is, you know, like, I'm desperate. I need connection. I just want to get banged. I think I'm just going to wear a mask and have them do me from behind. Um, 
that's not really a question, but the question is really about like, how can I be safe? Is that, is that safe? Am I going to get coronavirus? And I, I mean, the answer is, the CDC has no guidelines for how to engage in safe coronavirus sex. But <laughs> there are things you can do. And yeah, I mean, I think that this is the update we want to have because so many people are returning more and more to kind of uh, previous versions of their life and going back to socializing in several different manners of socially distanced behaviors. And I think it is really important to talk about how we're re-engaging with dating and sex now, because um, a lot of people also went through breakups <laughs> during coronavirus. Oh my I, gosh. Would, <laughs> I would say, you know, that was it's it was and is a very um, transitional time. And it's, you know, difficult for everybody emotionally. And, you know, some people have had really great things happen. And a lot of people have had a lot of stressors happen. And, you know, that really impacts people's um, relationships as well. And so, yeah, we know a lot of people are wanting to get back into dating and and sexing each other up. <laughs> and so, yeah, let's talk a little bit about how how we can go on safe dates and how we can communicate about that before going on um, these dates or meeting up with people. I mean, absolutely, there's a lot of things that we can do. Um, I also want to put out there, if there's coronavirus or COVID testing in your area, it's the kind of thing that you can do and get some peace of mind before you're engaging in dates or asking other people for their test. We've done episodes before where we talk about getting tested for STDs before, you know, relationships when you're having those conversations, this might be something you want to add to that roster. Yeah. And, and we also just want to mention that, you know, there are window periods. And so we've talked about the window period um, for HIV on this show before, and there is a window period um, for any infection. And that varies greatly depending on the type of infection and the type of test that you're getting. So when we're talking about uh, getting tested for coronavirus, the test is going to be valid for things that happened like five days before the test, um, five to seven days. There's a lot of different estimates, but generally, um, you if you want a test to be really accurate, you should quarantine for five days and then get your coronavirus test. Uh, right. And uh, I mean, so the test is a nice way to give yourself some peace of mind, maybe help someone else. You know, if you've been talking to them for a while, maybe you could both go through that process before you go on a date. Uh quarantine. There's a lot of other little things that you can do. Like we know, we now know that if you wear masks at all times, it massively reduces your chances of contracting or spreading it to other people. And if you do catch it while you, if you do catch Corona while wearing a mask, it decreases uh, the severity of your infection because you inhale less of it. I mean, so there's lots that you can do with masks. Now we're not saying like, you know, just wear a mask and have sex however you'd want. Like there's still a lot more protection that needs to go on. Um, so let's talk a little bit about dating and what that looks like. Yeah. So I think that, you know, there is this like, um, let me do all the things that I can do. So I want to make sure that um, I am wearing a mask and protecting myself. I want to make sure that I've gotten tested, you know, after I might have put myself at risk for coronavirus. Um, and then we want to be really clear about the communication as well. And I think, you know, that 
communicating about your risk and um, what risk you're comfortable with right away when you're um, chatting with somebody, whether it's on the app or whether it's texting or whether you're talking on the phone to someone, like start to bring up these conversations really early on about what you're personally comfortable with um, around coronavirus and social distancing and um, what you've been doing and ask them about their preferences and their risk as well. So once you've done all of those things, it kind of sets the stage to allow you to have like more authentic intimacy, uh, to have dates, like physical dates, even with another person. I mean, of course, we already had an episode about like how to have online dates and we've talked about distance relationships. But I think today we want to talk about translating some of those ideas into things that you can do with another person that keep you that safe, that keep them safe, but allows you to start rebuilding some of that missing touch and communication in people's lives. Yeah. And you can, um, you know, blend all these things together too. like, you know, if you're going to go on a first date with someone, you can say like, okay, let's agree that we're going to wear a mask and meet outside and do something outside only. And then, you know, if you've had a few dates like that with somebody and you really like them, then it starts to change to, okay, let's both get tested. And, you know, and then you can start to make these agreements and you can start to progress that. So it doesn't need to stay, you know, at one point, but if you decide that you do want to get closer to someone, you can start to plan for that and have discussions about that. I mean, this is so close to many of the conversations we have about condoms and condom use that you're supposed to have before relationships to protect yourself and to protect other people and the things that you do. Um, But what I mean, why don't we talk a little bit about some of our ideas for like fun dates that are safe? Like, what are some of the stepwise things? Like, I mean, I love the idea of a picnic because uh, you're outside and you're always safer outside with people when we're talking about coronavirus. And with a picnic, you can sit on other ends of the uh, blanket um, and really get to talk to someone in one of those like, you know, classic sort of get to know you ways. There's no restaurant. There's no waiter. Um, no one else is close by. And you actually get to have that conversation and, and eat while keeping social distancing to so get to take the mask down a little bit. <laughs> so you can at least see their face. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, I'm, so for those of you who don't know, I'm a professor at the University of Miami and we've been online or we've not online. We've been face to face teaching for three weeks, but I teach with a mask on and I'm super expressive with my face. So now I've been trying to move my eyebrows more so people who are watching can see. But my eyebrows are super light red blonde, so they're hard to see anyway. Yeah, you so. should put some makeup on and darken those babies up. Then you can really have a conversation with your eyes. <laughs> We're doing a lot of eyebrow raising right now, folks. I know I you could probably hear it in our voices. <laughs> oh. No, but yeah. I mean, anything that you can do that's like fun and close and outside, I think is a great place to start if you're going to move back into dating with coronavirus. Yeah. And I mean, once you've done like some getting to know you things like, you know, you can do a walk for ice cream. You can do, I mean... Think outside and think, uh, you know, things that are um, able to do nearby. You could also do something like mini golfing. Um, you could go to like an um, outdoor uh, event of some type. Like I know some places are doing like small comedy shows and um, things like that outside. So you could see what's happening in your local area. Um, but then you can start to progress, you know, to um, like 
uh, bigger things like, you know, going on a hike together. <laughs> it's a little more commitment. <laughs> Way too much commitment for me. Uh, no, but you can start building and then, you know, if you have the spark with the person, be like, well, you know what? Let's quarantine, quarantine and mask up for five days. And then if that works, um, then you can, you know, be a little bit more intimate and have some of that touch. But I mean, I think really what we're saying is that I, I think in our society, a lot of things have changed with dating where things move really fast. Like, I mean, I joke with my friends that, you know, dates one, two and three are often done with texting and sexting. And then you get to the first face to face date and it feels like you've done all the pre-work and you can run right into physical intimacy. I think that coronavirus rolls all of that back a little bit and you're going to have to, you know, work on moving through some of the stages that are often taken, like that often take place on social media or take place on dating apps. Uh, yeah. So you're going to have to do all of that groundwork all over again and then make the choice. Is this person worth me doing all of the quarantining and masking? Um, I mean, and I don't want anyone to be ill. I don't want anyone to be sick. And I don't want anyone to think that coronavirus isn't serious. Um, so to the person who asked the question, can we just both wear masks and can I take it from behind? The answer is not without significant risk and I want you to be healthy. So no. Wouldn't that be safer than face-to-face -face sex, though? It would be much safer than face-to-face -face sex, but... Okay. Uh, but, but, we, <laughs> <laughs> but we know that anything that makes people respirate more to breathe harder and faster, like if you're having good sex and, you know, you're like panting and moaning and all those things, that is the real problem. Well, maybe that's your definition of good sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you're starfishing on your stomach. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right everybody we want you to be out there we want love and fun and relationships to happen we just want you to be safe and this is going on in the world and i think there's a lot of people who have a lot of either like pent-up libido and they just really want to get going and there's a lot of people who have anxiety about it as well and i think that we need to ha like walk the line between those two things how can we bring someone's anxiety down and let them know they're safe while at the same time letting them know that you know being horny Wanting touch, wanting closeness is also completely okay. And and you can get it. It's just going to take a couple extra steps to be safe. Yeah. All right. So why don't we take a short break? And when we get back, we're going to talk about uh, Black Lives Matter. Welcome back to season three, everybody. We are just you know, talking update about the world, <laughs> what's going on. Uh, oh, I'm going to tell it. So we're going to talk about Black Lives Matter, but I, I'm just going to tell you this horrible thing that happened to me uh, yesterday or two days ago. I was teaching and I have a mask on and one of my hairs gets into my mouth. Ugh. So I end up having to keep talking for another hour with the hair in my mouth. And I tried to swallow it and then it just kind of got stuck in my throat, but I still had to keep going. And because I'm standing in front of all of these people, I have to keep my mask on. It was a very interesting, um, awful circumstance. Yeah. Um, You're welcome. It's, it's fun to have new problems with mask wearing, right? <laughs> my main problem <laughs> is that I'm biking everywhere now and I have my mask on and I have my headphones in and I have my helmet on. 
So then I, oh, and sunglasses on. So then I have like four things wrapped around my ears and they all get tangled with each other no matter what I do. And I'm just like, how am I supposed to do this? <laughs> yeah. Right. The struggle, right? These aren't real struggles, people. These are just like uh, minor inconveniences, especially if we start talking about real struggles going on right now. Um, and this is a global phenomenon, but most of it's in the United States. If you're not familiar with Black Lives Matter, uh, it's essentially people standing up and protesting against unfair treatment of uh, people of color in the United States, usually by uh, police, but it happens in other realms as well. And structurally through our entire society and through every institution in the U.S. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it exists everywhere. The, the things that get people to protest aren't necessarily some of those structural things. It's the the, the over violence and discrimination that people face. Um, but uh, there was a string of publicized film, like well-documented cases of police uh, acting in ways that didn't seem appropriate. And then, you know, many of these officers have been terminated from their positions, but people are saying that's not and enough. many have not. <laughs> well, okay. Even more have not. Yes. Um, but we need to do something to change what's gone on in the last you know, well, last 200 years, but very visibly uh, in the United States over the last decade. Um, so thank you, cell phones. I think, I mean, cell phones, I think, are what has helped bring this to the forefront because things are recorded and we actually get to see it. It's not just, you know, a story that someone tells. Um, but Black Lives Matter is still going uh, and it's as important as ever and we are supporting it as loudly as we can. Yeah. And I mean, the reason that I just wanted to, you know, keep talking about this is to highlight that this is something that is important for us all to continue talking about all the time. There's um, no no chance that we're going to forget about it. And we want to make sure that you don't forget about it either and encourage you to continue educating yourself and continue to have conversations both with people that you think agree with you and people that you think disagree with you. And um, that's the most important thing you can do is to not let this fade away. Um, and I encourage you to talk to all sorts of people, you know, in all aspects of your life, whether it's colleagues, whether it's friends, whether it's um, kids or, you know, uh, kids of your friends. I recently was visiting um, some friends with kids and I took their kids with me to go see the Robert E. Lee statue in Richmond that had been graffitied. And, um, and I talked to the kids, they're five and eight, you know, quite a lot um, while I was there about Black Lives Matter. And we um, sat there at the statue and like had a conversation. And it was so amazing to see them, um, you know, really understanding and really questioning what was going on and um, starting to like ask more and more questions. And so I, I just encourage everyone to like keep doing this and don't think people are too young and don't think people are too old and don't think that you can't have a conversation with someone of a different race or gender or sexual orientation than you. Um, it takes all of us to work on this. I mean, I think probably one of the only things that's harder for Americans to talk about than sex is race. And really, Black Lives Matter gives you an opportunity to 
delve into something that we need to talk about, that we need healing as a country. And healing isn't going to happen from ignoring it or watching, you know, inflammatory newscasters talk about property loss. What we really need to talk about is what systems are like, what's happening that caused this? And then what can we do as people to make it better for the victims as well as make it better for society as a whole? Um, and we, we're going to like Spring and I, like, like, like Spring said, throughout the rest of season three, we're going to keep talking about uh, Black Lives Matter. I hope we never have to talk about coronavirus again in a couple months. That vaccine <laughs> comes out, everybody gets injected and it's behind us. Um, <laughs> But we have a lot of work to do uh, in terms of these conversations. Um, And Spring and I are going to work hard to bring it to you. And I mean, if you feel bad about Black Lives Matter, if you don't understand it, if it makes you uncomfortable, that's all okay, right? The real problem is whenever the conversation gets shut down. So it's much better to have an uncomfortable conversation than it is to have no conversation at all. Because silence is really what kills and silence is what allows this to go on. Um, So Use your voice. Do some research. Um, we can actually post in the lecture notes just some like educational the lecture notes. What do you think? We're oh in my your goodness! Class? Where am I, everybody? It's been too long since I talked to you. In I'm the in show talk, notes. talk, you know, in the show notes, in the lecture notes. <laughs> wow! And we have we have tons of resources um, that we continually post in our social media too. Um, so definitely go check those out. Um, we're always sharing as much as we can and um, and trying to amplify black and other people of color as well in our stories and in our messages that we're sharing. All right. Can we talk about one more thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, I actually have two more things. Is it November? First one. In November, something really special is happening. <laughs> um, if you are 17 or older, depending on your state, right? If you're 18 everywhere, if you're 17 or older in some places, um, it is a, a very important election, election 2020. Um, and we're not going to tell you who to vote for, but we're going to tell you to start researching some of those candidates. We want you to register to vote. So in the show notes, we're going to put a link uh, on how to register to vote in every single state. Um, vote safely. Uh, the same stuff we were talking about with coronavirus and dating. When you go to vote, you want to wear a mask and do all the same things as well. Wipe down the screen. Um, but uh, voting is really one of the most important things you do, uh, you can do. And if you want to talk about amplify, amplifying your voice, like there's pretty much nothing more powerful than getting in there and saying that you care and that you want to make change and that, uh, yeah, that that's it. Spring works the polls all the time. I, I just like to say spring works the poll. Yeah, I know you do. I love working at the polls. I think it's so cool to um, help make democracy happen. They do pay you a small amount, um, but they call it volunteering because uh, you put in a lot of hours and you get a little bit of money. But um, I also encourage you to sign up to do that because they always need more people to um, help work the polls. And um, of course, this is a more riskier year to do it. So I would say, you know, if you are somebody who is young and healthy and feels like you could do that safely, um, I encourage you to sign up to do that um, because we definitely need people um, supporting the voting system this year. Absolutely. Um, And we're going to post links to, you know, how to register to vote, how to be a poll worker, Black Lives Matter, uh, coronavirus. It'll all be there. Um, and starting next week, we're going to go back to answering your questions. So keep them coming. Uh, get it? Keep them coming. coming. All right. We yeah. always get it, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, and to start out season three, uh, 
we're going to have just a little contest. Um, so we're going to have a post that is related to this episode on our Instagram. Uh, and we're going to give away three condom goodie bags. So there'll be lube and condoms and some branded sex wrap content. We have little buttons. And uh, so uh, what you'll have to do is uh, go to that Instagram post and you'll have to like it and you'll have to uh, share it and you'll have to link it to three friends. And then you will have an opportunity to gain a bag of condoms with a little personalized note from either Spring or myself um, just to be the kickoff for the season. We have lots more prizes. We have lots more good stuff to come later on in the season as well. Lots more giveaways. I love when you offer personalized things for me without asking me. <laughs> what? I got your permission. <laughs> well, okay, fine. But then I'll write notes. I love writing notes. One year for Spring's birthday, I sent her a letter every day for a month. I love writing letters. So fine. They'll come from me. That is the nicest thing anybody has ever done for me. I'm pretty sure. It was so sweet. Aww. Andrew is one of the best people in the world. Spring, thank you. But... Right back at you. <laughs> All right, you you get you give what you get, and like you know, it all it all comes back. Good things happen, um, and season three is a good thing, everybody. All right, so we're at the end of our show. Uh, we don't have a period today. We don't have a just the tip, other than register to vote. Um, so uh, if you have any questions for us about anything at all related to human sexuality and dating uh, or health. You can send us an email. We're the sex wrap at gmail.com. That's wrap with a W. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the sex wrap. And you can call us at 413 wrap it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too... Af- Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.